Welcome, welcome, everybody, to Stoke, the ultimate Star Trek online. The one and only. Podcast. Yes. My name is Chris. I'm Jeremy. And this episode is just the two of us. Uh, Brian uh, had an unfortunate situation. He was ambushed by mercenary band of midgets, mm-hmm. ruthless guys, yep. hired by a viewer that didn't appreciate Brian's verbal abuse of goats. That's and, right. And uh, we've dispatched a rescue team to bring him back, so he, I think he'll be joining us probably next episode. We hope. This is, of course, I should say, Season 2, Episode 3. It and is. we're going to kick it off with the news. Up first in our news segment for Star Trek Online. This is big news, guys. Board content has been released. At least on the 11th. And we've got a little trailer here for you because you can't find this in a lot of places online. So check this guy out. It's pretty exciting. Sit back. We are the board. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Pretty sweet, if you ask me. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. We've already had some fleet mates playing through some of the uh, the new missions that have come. And out. I asked them, you know, because these guys are like at admiral rank. I said, mm-hmm. so how did the new content feel? Did it feel rushed? Did it feel really polished? Are they, what do you think? And they said they definitely felt like they spent their time. It felt like polished yeah. gameplay. In fact, one of the new missions that involves Q, they've said, is probably their new favorite, even above the uh, previous not, favorite. But we know now it's not Jelan- John Delancey's Q. It's like his son. No, it's it's AQ. Yeah, a member of the continuum. Yeah. So All right. uh, with that, that came out on February 11th with mm-hmm. a, another rather substantial patch that fixed many, yeah. uh, many what, longstanding bugs. And, and, and we everything. should say, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit in the show notes here, mm-hmm. but uh, we have a confirmation from uh, Daniel Stahl, who, if you have been a watcher of the show for a while, was on the show a little bit. And he comes out and says uh, they're targeting for regularly scheduled downtimes on Thursdays, which is when they will do bug fixes and patches. And mm-hmm. I think they usually do these things like 3 a.m. Pacific time. Yep, 2 3, to 3 to 6, I think, is the, the usual... So I know some of you out there have been wondering, is there going to be an official time to expect the game to be down? You know, a lot of games, World of Warcraft and EVE Online, I think they all have scheduled downtime, mm-hmm. right? And so yep. now Star Trek Online is moving towards that, so that's very that's cool. Right. And they've pretty much announced their schedule, at least what they're aiming for. Yep. There was actually another patch that came out that was scheduled for uh, this morning that we're taping mm-hmm. at 3 to 6 a.m., but mm-hmm. unfortunately their servers crashed at about 10 p.m. <laughs> uh, so they just said, well, time to patch. Yeah. They took the downtime and they used it. A lot of people were actually a little upset with that, but I, I think it was pretty forward I mean, If you're going to be down, you might as well just do it while you're down. Right. Um, now, the other thing that, uh, just going along the line of the new content, is when we had Gozer on the show, he talked about some of the new raid episodes, mm-hmm. and I, those are coming out um, on the 18th. Right. So the, the new content patch that just came out is not necessarily what we talked about earlier. The new content patch that came out, like the Cure, which is the Borg mission, mm-hmm. the Kittimer Accord, obviously if that's a Klingon thing, yeah, and Into the Hive is another Borg thing. Well, these are all just uh, episodic content. So this is like when you More get missions. into a new sector and you you go and visit the new hub, like uh, DS9 or Starbase 39 or anything like that. Well, the new one is called, I think, Battle Group Alpha or something like that. I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not there yet, so I don't have all the details yeah, on it. you're only a uh, captain. I'm only a captain. <laughs> but uh, when... I'm when you get there, basically, seven. you're given new missions, and that's what these are. Yeah. The Radisodes will come out next week. Very cool. Radisodes should be out on the 18th, so we're looking forward to that. Yep. All right. 
Well, moving right Actually, along. I just want to mention a few new bugs that new have bugs actually been patch? implemented. Yeah. Now, this so. is, are you talking about the stuff that came out on the 11th? Yes. All right, what do you got And it was not fixed in the subsequent emergency patch. SOBs. Yeah. Like what? Well, one of them is that high-end video cards are having a lot of overheating problems. I don't know if this is because they changed the way some of their coding works to really push those cards, hmm. um, but they've had to actually implement a, a fix to limit the yeah. frames per second yeah. within the game to, to a maximum of 60. Right. So this means if you're on a high-end machine and you're all of a sudden getting um, artifacting or bad performance, you might want to check your max frames per yeah. second and crank it down a little I bit. Think it, I thought it was maybe somewhere, I thought we had a link somewhere that told you the command where you can actually hard lock your frame rate. Well, they added that with the uh, the subsequent patch, so I took okay. it out of our notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And, and you know, I've noticed that surprisingly my, my video card seems to get rather warm just sitting at the login screen. Yeah. Like, you know, not like the patch screen, but you get into the game and it's like that Starfleet logo says cryptic mm-hmm. login protocol. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that seems to actually get my fan going pretty good on the video yeah. card, so I'm not sure. I have a Radeon card, so it's an ATI, and most people are playing with NVIDIA. Um, all right, any other new bugs introduced that you want to cover? Yeah, they've changed the way that beam energy is allocated, and it's possible that EPS conduits, which uh, help you allocate your energy uh, yeah. more quickly, yeah. which also helps with uh, your weapon power regeneration if you're using a lot of beam weapons. Mm. There are some, uh, there's no new math on it yet, but I it do. looks like they don't benefit your ship as as greatly as they used to. Uh, so they kind of they kind of took they down kinda some... They kind of maybe nerfed EPS. A little bit? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... We'll uh, keep looking into that and see what where the math lies. Yeah. All right, anything else? <clears throat> well, they said that they were going to give a science team while you're under the effect of Viral Matrix, and they did not, and a lot of PvPers are extremely upset about What's this. What's Viral Matrix? It's a space hold. It makes it so that you cannot move oh, and cannot act. You can't act either. None of your powers can be activated. Oh, like you that green weapon. Yep. From DS9. Yep. Is that what it is? Is it like essentially that? It's essentially that, That's yeah. really cool. All right. Well. They haven't fixed that, and hopefully that'll they've come They've announced in. a weekly patch window. I <laughs> know. Because they're going to need it. And additional emergency patches whenever the server happens to crash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they also modified ramming speed. This is a really big thing for PvP as well. Oh, okay. Um, this was actually put in, I believe, as a PvE fix to for things like the crystalline entity so that you couldn't just... Like blow it up no, by ramming it. Since there's no death penalty, there was really no just drawback throw to yourself just at ramming it. speed yeah. everything that you found in right. an episodic content. Right. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. So they made it so that smaller ships do less damage to bigger objects but that also includes things like if you're flying um in a defiant you won't do much damage against ramming a galaxy or a negvar or anything like that yeah. so um kind of a nerf there for the pvp ears yeah yeah it is that's for sure i i'd actually well at what level do you get ramming speed as an ability because i haven't seen that yet is that it's just commander it's somewhere in the is it not ranks. is it not available to science no it's a it's a general oh, command commander. ability i thought you meant yeah. like, i'm like i'm lieutenant commander no i'm not a commander. no <laughs> no i'm not that they cool. did fix however the borg hunt war zone which is a PvP with PvE objectives, and I'm really gonna I'm gonna check that out when I get home. I just learned about that before we yeah. came here. I mean, one of the things that the one of the things that these new patches have added is the uh, deep space Borg encounters now too, right? Yep. So that could be, I don't know, man, that could be nuts. Yeah, I was. I'm, I'm currently getting my butt handed to me by the Romulans. I'm not. I haven't graduated beyond. <laughs> Wait the until you meet yet. the Cardassians. Oh my <laughs> oh, okay, goodness! Really? All right, great. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, somebody else <laughs> can kick my butt for a little while. That's good. I'm glad we got that covered. Um, now we've got a big math segment coming up. Is there anything else in the news segment you want to cover before we move into the math? Actually, uh, math and it. media are really meaty this week. So yeah. should we jump into math? Let's do it. All right. Let's get math. Okay, everyone, it's time to get math. And this episode, we're going to talk about 
Martial arts. What? Martial arts. Also bet. known as the, the fine art of face punching. And we'll show you the best way to do this in game. How to beat somebody in a fist fight by kicking them in the face. That's right. All right, Jeremy. What do you got for it? Well, Martial first arts. of all, I want to uh, give you guys a few tips. If you want to go this route, there are a few things that you need to know up front, even as when you're creating your character. Um, first of all, go tactical. Oh. So their uh, engineers and science officers cannot deal the, the same amount of damage. They don't have the tools at, at their disposal that a tactical officer does to actually kick butt. So if you want to kick butt, be a tactical you gotta officer. you got to be tactical. And if you're going to be punching, you're probably already in the tactical mindset anyways. That's right. Um, and also thing, you might want to talk to somebody about your aggression issues. I'm just saying. <laughs> another if thing you, you want to do... want to punch people in the face that much. Sorry, <laughs> another thing you want to do is uh, make sure that your character has the... Uh, the physical strength trait. Oh. Now, one of the best actually pre-made races for this is Vulcans. They start with that, and they have a few special... Um, so you've got to do that while you're making your character. Yeah, you got to think ahead. So, uh, yeah, do it. Yeah. All right. Now, um, a few things you need to keep in mind is it's not very good for PvP. PvP right now on ground combat is very much dominated by burst damage, like yeah. people that are able to do a lot of damage very quickly. Yeah, there's several mass segments just in PvP alone, really. Yeah, martial arts can't do that. They... It actually, in the end, works out to higher DPS than most weapons in the game. And DPS is... Damage per second. Versus... Uh, damage... Overall? Burst. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, yeah, how much damage you deal per hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, also, let's see, I have another... Oh, um, martial arts is actually pretty inferior to ranged combat because of movement. Um, they're working on this a little bit. They've mm. made it so that many moves in martial arts have root effects. So you oh. can hold people in, in place and That's kick them. Nice. But overall, you know, if you've got a gun, it doesn't matter if the enemy's moving. You just keep shooting them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not the same case in martial arts. So you've got to be up with inmate contact. And very much hands-on. Gotcha. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, good one. I know. All right. What okay, so um, base damage of your fists uh, is calculated based on a number of things, and I'm not sure of the exact... I've tr been trying to pinpoint the, uh, the exact calculations. I'm math-failing here, though. I can't get them for you yet. But they are based on all of the following. Your rank... That is, if you're a lieutenant commander or a commander or all okay. that, your physical strength trait right. deals a lot into that. It, it increases your base damage by a flat 10%, which if you watched our torpedo math last episode, 10% works out to pretty significant numbers. It builds, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Also, all of your tactical skills. There's close combat training, special forces, and martial arts. Each of those can give you additional bonuses to your overall okay. ground damage. Now. Right. I don't Like I said, I don't know the exact math, but I know that it can range at the very low end from 8 DPS when you start off to uh, when you're an admiral rank with all your skills buffed up and right, everything, up right. to 50 DPS or more. Okay. Which is actually more than high-end weapons do at admiral. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so if you plan right and you wait long until you get the right rank, you are, not only are you going to be a bad artist for being that far in the game, but yeah. your, your fists are going to be of Lethal fury. weapons. Fists of fury. Plus, remember, you can't be weapons malfunctioned uh, if you're using your fists. You can't be debuffed so that you can't use your weapons because they're attached to your body. My hands are part of me. That's right. Yeah. So let's move on to the next uh, part of this is that if you might have noticed if you've used martial arts at all, uh, a series of different button pushes will execute um, different moves. Mm. Your first opening attack is based on either your one or your two. So these I, are I, combos? Is that what you're talking about? Not yet. Um, what I'm talking about is your base attacks. I'll just call them primary and secondary. There's your one and two buttons. Oh, okay. So just like a gun, you have your primary shot and then you have like your exploit shot. Right. Now, every time you press one of these, it causes your subsequent attack to become something different. So these are set up, these are separated into primary attacks, demi combos, which are sets of two, and full combos, which are sets of three. So um, gotcha. each of your primary attacks has a different effect. The primary number one attack is, does an interrupt, 
which doesn't work very well. Interrupt is kind of lame. But it's supposed to make the person you're attacking stop whatever they're if doing. If your enemy is uh, using a special ability, it's supposed to stop them from doing it. Ah. It doesn't really work all that well. But it well. could Most be handy of, when it does work. Yeah. Yeah, if you get lucky, it's good. Um, I love getting lucky. <laughs> the number two attack is a snare, which will stop them from running away so quickly. So that's a good one. Uh, that's good to open with. Now, there's, let's move into demi combos. This is your series those. of um, two subsequent attacks. Uh, so if you do like a 1-1 one, one or a 2-2, two, two, these have small effects. Most of them just root your enemy. Okay. The real meat of martial arts is in your full combos, which is the uh, the fancy video that Chris is showing for you here. Say what? Is a few examples of those. Yeah. Um, these are a whole series. Every one of these is executed by a series of either like 1-1-2 one, one, or 1-2-1 one, one, yeah. or 1-2-2. Two, two. Okay. And um, I'm going to have a whole list of what all of them the do. The show notes are epic on notes. this one. I gotta say thanks to the fleet members too that helped put some of this together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys very much. So, um, but I do want to tell you right off the top, one one two looks like it's going to be the bread and butter of any martial artist. It does critical base damage. Mm. Uh, it also has a chance to critical strike, a very high chance to critical strike. So if you use that and then yeah. buff buff up your yeah. uh, critical critical severity stat, yeah, you will deal massive amounts of damage. That's really almost cool. guaranteed. That's really cool. Yeah. Okay. And that's really all I got. I like the animations, too. You'll notice in this video, there these are just some of them, um, mm -hmm. and uh, they look good. Like, Cryptic spent time making these. Mar they expected people to play this, so they did not make this a... Um, se uh, this isn't the right term, but second-class power in the game. Right. It's, it's a full-fledged power. Well, like I mentioned before, if you actually invest yourself in martial arts from the get-go, you can be more badass than anybody with a rifle can be. Yeah. You'll you be, be dealing Jet Li by the time you'll you get be dealing the more game. damage than anybody else, like as that. long as you can get your enemy to hold still. Definitely check out the show notes on this one, folks. It, yeah. It's got the, co the button combos that do what you want to do. It's got some notes on there. It's a great one. You can I've find got those over at the show post. damage modifiers and status effects mm -hmm. and what they do. That's I don't want to bore you all with just listing them, so go you read know, it. That's one of those things where that's the kind of stuff you put in the show notes that sometimes people skip over that and mm -hmm. you miss that. So you want to yeah. check that out. All right. That's the math segment. Time to move on to the media segment. In this week's media segment, we're going to focus first on some in, uh, interesting content that was rolled out by Cryptic themselves. Oh, this, the very own Cryptic? Yes. The people of Star Trek Online. The ones that make it. The ones that make it. Now, this content that they rolled out is teasers for upcoming Undine uh, I was just content. saying. I was just saying off-air that it kind of almost feels like um, open or, uh, closed beta and all that kind of stuff, because we're getting screenshots and stuff that we can't actually play, or right. at least I can't actually play with yet. Right. And uh, I'm, I, I don't know. It's kind of like the whole thing all over again now. But then you said... You decided to take a big crap on my face and smear it up my nose. You said, yeah, that's cool, except for the undines suck. Yeah. They're like these magic, <laughs> mythical... They're unicorns of the Stow universe. What, because they can shapeshift? Yes. Well, blame Voyager and for that, And because they're more powerful than anything else, they don't have any motivation beyond just killing us. Well, you don't know that yet. They're just... They're like this... Dude, they, there could be awesome story for all you know. They're bad Q. And if you don't like the fact... Well, they're not... They, don't, they can't snap stuff. No, but they're almost that powerful. Mm. They're getting there. You don't know. I just, I don't like them. I think it's very much, uh, they could have just taken an existing enemy Here's like the Borg like and been badass no, with no, them. No, 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 no. The Borg is an established playbook. Sure. Like, see, I think, like, the way Cryptic Women... Are they, though? Because now they've, they're evolving. Yeah, but there's still a basic principle. Like, you know, uh, there's certain traits about the Borg you just don't want to change because you want to stay canon. Sure. And I think like well, what yeah. Cryptic did with Gorn, I think Star Trek Online takes the Gorn, 
who's an awesome race that we've seen a little bit in Enterprise, and mm-hmm. we saw a battle in, in you know, Toss, obviously, in the, right. in the original series. But They uh, were really fleshed out, and I think it was Star Trek Armada. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But they, but they incorporated a lot of that, which was, which was, you know, some of it's cryptics and some of it's from other video games. Mm-hmm. Now I think they're doing the same with Species 8472. I mean, the fact that they're called the Undine, I actually heard somebody hating on that, and I thought, well, this is what the race, we don't, the Borg call us Species 5679 or whatever they call us. Right. We don't call ourselves that. We call ourselves humans. Right. So the Undine call themselves Undine. Do they? Well, I think that's where the name came from. All right, should we take a look at some of these screenshots? Yeah, here? let's do it. I think these look because you really know as cool. much as I poo poo on the the concept of this race, I think they look badass. The screenshots look great. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's just a shot of a, a group of them uh, looking around. And you notice this one guy? He's got some armor on his suit, mm-hmm. which makes and him one of those scary. stabby shooty things on his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy looks mean. Boy, and, wouldn't it be cool if we could get one of those for our character? Mm. Like start looting Undine weaponry. And look how big this guy is compared to the human. See how big he is compared Wimpy to Wimpy little human. And then, uh, and I think, again, you know, uh, one of the things you see uh, here <coughs> to me, uh, wh- what's up What's up? Uh, right over there, Jeremy? What's that right there? His big stabby shooty thing? No, and it's on his chest. You see that on his chest? It looks like is board it? technology to me. No, it looks like an Iron Man power supply. No, it, uh, that looks like the eyepiece to Hugh. Like, think of, remember Hugh from uh, The Next Generation? Mm-hmm. That looks like his eyepiece. I think it looks like Iron Man. All right, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to kill air right now while I, while I prove uh, Jeremy wrong real quick. Uh, yeah, you do that. In the meantime, if you can, I guess you can't. But there's other. I'm uh, sorry, I can't. Portions of that picture in the background that show some of their uh, computer terminals, which I think look. Damn How does awesome. Hugh spell his name? You know who I'm talking about the the the, the Borg. Yeah. It's H U G H. H U O G H. Okay. Yeah. Well, how did you spell it? H U G E. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a I'm a moron. Huge. No, no, huge? no! I just spelled the H U E. Oh, okay. All right, take a look. See, there is Hugh. That's Hugh right there. And mm-hmm. you got to tell me. Okay, so I go. I'll go Where's in here. That? Make it nice and big. All right. You see his eyepiece there, Hi, right? Hugh. That's his eyepiece. Mm-hmm. Now we'll go back over here to the Undine and look at that. Doesn't that look kind of like that a little bit? Or Iron Man? It's not Iron Man, dude. It's Star <laughs> Trek. It's Star Trek. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, all right. So what? Because they are kind of supervillains. My point is, though, is they, they have these magical powers to like they can kill you with a slap. My point is Harry they seem Kim. to be incorporating Borg technology into them, which would make sense for them because that's, you know, you got to keep your enemies closer in order to... I think them. it doesn't make much sense. They were all about the uh, the hate of everything from our galaxy, but we'll, whatever. Right. We'll see how they get all right, fleshed now you out. you have something positive to say about the terminals here. I like their computers. I do, too. I, I think they're awesome. Cool. And it, it, after, actually, if you look carefully in this, yeah, that shot that you've got up, one of them is like, it looks like he's reaching through it. Might be a graphic error, but it might be that they are they have fluidic space. Well, they're fluidic. Contained within No, they them. are, because those are like little neuron things in there. Yeah. So, like, in order to manipulate them, they actually yeah. have to reach into fluidic space. Yeah, and, that's cool. And tickle them. All right. The next shot here uh, is a cool uh, Borg v. Undine, uh-huh. whatever you want to call them. Facing off. Looks very cool. Again, Staring each he other looks down. like he has Borg nipples, but it's awesome. <laughs> Borg you see that? nipples. You see that? <laughs> yeah. But it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. The next shot is a great shot. Now, somebody said this had a little, little bit of, this, said this was a little World of Warcraft to them, but I think it is not like anything else I've seen yet in Star Trek Online, and I'm excited to try this out. Yeah. Yeah. That's very alien. I do like it when they go very alien yeah, in the Star it, Trek it, it content. It feels really different. Yeah. Um, and then, and you know what? I'll give the Undine that as well. When they were first introduced in Voyager, I was like, whoa, a real alien alien. 
Yeah, but yeah, because it was one of the first times they could do CG and whatnot. Yeah, it was new, new with Voyager. Mm-hmm. And then why don't we, why don't we cap off our discussion with the Undine with a trailer that's come out recently? Let's do it for the Undine. Yeah, those guys look neat. Look at that station. How sweet is that I should say this came from there. Yes. Look at me, dude. Their entire purpose is the extermination of what Wow, that's your Probably one of the best ones that they've come out with. It makes me want to play that content. Like I was, I've been slow p- pacing myself through the game, mm-hmm. and after seeing that, I was kind of like. And the neat part is, is we've just gotten this, and we don't know what it is. I mean, we haven't been told that there's going to be an Undine sector or an Undine um, uh, raid episode or anything. Oh, you know, like that's that. a good point. I just assumed it all take. I assumed the Undine content takes place in Borg space. Well, that's probably a safe if you look assumption. At the galaxy map. We know they're going to open up Borg space, and mm-hmm. I would just. Yeah, that is know. probably a safe assumption, but we haven't actually been told that. Hmm. So uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see how they implement it and where it's coming. Very cool. Very cool. All right, everyone. Well, I think we'll end the show on that note. And as we play out, before we or after we say goodbye, we're going to play uh, a cool fleet action video that uh, one of the fleet mates sent in. Yep, we got together and did Breaking the Planet a few nights back, and one of our fleet mates taped some of it. And I uh, wanted to share that as part of our media segment as well. Absolutely. Well, we'll wrap. We'll end it there. So thanks, everyone, for watching this episode of Stoked. If you'd like to get a hold of us, head over to jupitercalling.com to leave us feedback, or you can find out posts and other kind of show-related events and things like that on our Facebook page, and that's facebook.com slash jupiterbroadcasting. Until next week, we're out. Yeah, live long and prosper and stuff. And watch a video.